What is up, my fellow Wombats? It's good to have you here for another T11 show, kicking the week off strong. I hope you have a good week ahead. I guess it's kind of up to you. Obviously, the world's going to throw us some curveballs. I already got a couple that I'm going to get into here in a little bit. Some interesting things happened to me over the weekend, including a murder scene that I want to tell you about. But before we get into that, I just want to say hello. Hope you had a good Super Bowl. Anybody watching the Super Bowl? Is it a good time for you? I enjoyed it. I ate bad like I promised myself I would do. I have eaten great all year long. It's been great. I've been I've lost some weight. I feel good and everything else. But I decided Super Bowl Sunday, I'm going in and I'm going hard. I had four and a half hot dogs. And I just like regular old hot dogs. I like a hot dog with mustard and onion. I don't want it to be a big old beefy wiener. Listen, you keep your jokes to yourself, okay? I just like hot dogs. Although I also threw in some guacamole and chips and some seized candy. That being said, I spent half time on the toilet. Absolute truth. I wanted to watch the halftime show because in my other job, the Lexiterry Radio Show, I've got to be informed. I have to say, hey, that was good. This was good. That commercial was bad. Oh, the game was good. You know, I have to be able to talk about what everyone else is talking about, right? Well, I couldn't talk about the halftime show because my four and a half hot dogs, my C's candy, my chips and guacamole. Oh, oh, oh. And a black cherry soda got to me. I was on the toilet. Oh my God. It, I just could not stop. And I could hear my wife in the kitchen watching the television and I'm down the hall on the toilet and I could hear her just screaming at me from the other room going, Hey, look at this. You know, uh, Alicia Keys is on right now, Terry. She's wearing red. You really like how hot she is. Oh, geez. And Terry Asher's singing a thing with a thing. You're going to really mess with this. It's really good with the thing with the thing. And I'm just sitting there just melting down, having a complete meltdown. <laughs> but I recovered. I did not watch any of the halftime, but I hope everybody had a great time on Super Bowl Sunday. And I uh, I went out. I was thinking, we're thinking about selling our house here. You know, a little different type of life. You know, we've lived downtown for 11, 12 years now. It's, uh, it's exciting living downtown, but it also comes with its pitfalls and, you know, and things like that. So we're just going, what would it be like to live in another place? So we, we decided, well, let's look at townhomes and maybe a home that doesn't have a lot of yard or something like that. Let's just get an idea of what's out there. It's not like we're selling or moving or anything right now. Nothing is concrete. This is the one time we can afford to sit here and think about selling the house and weigh our options. Usually we got to get out and we lose money and everything else and it's ugly. So this time I actually feel like we have a little bit of leverage here. So I went and we looked at this townhome. It was pretty cool. You know, I, I'm, I'm going on. Oh, do I really want four flights of stairs and four floors and and all that and, and living because this is a very open, spacious area that I live. It's one floor and it's all one level and, you know, and it, it, there's a big open plan and the kitchen is in the living room and the get, you know, it's, it's big. It's a big kind of a cool place. But the other thing is really narrow. So I'm having a hard time trying to figure out how I want to deal with that. 
And as we're, after we're looking at it, the realtor guy says, hey, listen, our builders, because it's a brand new place. Nobody's been, has lived in it at all. Our realtors say, our builders say, hey, uh, we would like to know what you like and what you don't like about it. So we can tell all of our builders in the future what people really are into or what they're not into. Makes sense. I had no problem offering in my two cents. There really wasn't a lot, you know, just a couple things until I got home. I got home. And he had given me a flyer of the place with a drone shot above where you could see what they all looked like. And the unit that they had us looking at, I zoomed in on that thing. And I noticed that on the steps, now mind you, nobody's lived in this. On the steps, it looked like a murder scene. It looked like they were cleaning up a murder scene. There was a hose out there. There was what appeared to be blood all over the stairs. Now, I know they weren't using red paint in these units because I looked. I mean, I was in those. It's all white walls. There was no red paint at all. It looked like a murder scene. So I called the realtor guy. I said, hey, I know you asked for some feedback. Uh, this thing that you're handing people, this... Um, Sheet. In fact, if you want to look at it, just go to the Lexitary Facebook page, which is facebook.com forward slash official Lexitary. Look at that. I posted the picture on there because I thought it was hilarious that somebody was murdered on the stairs of the place that I was looking to buy. Now, I don't know how you feel about having a murder scene before you, you no know, one ever moved in there, but I'm not really keen on it, to tell you the truth. But it looked like it. So I called the realtor guy and I said, hey, you know that little uh, flyer you gave us? So the drone shot? He goes, yeah. I said, do you have it handy? He goes, uh-huh. Go look at it. Do you see anything? He goes, no, no. I go, look at the steps. He goes, oh, my God. What the hell was that all about? <laughs> looked like a murder scene, an absolute murder scene. So uh, that was an interesting moment of my weekend. Plus, I think I may have lost a longtime friend this weekend. And this could be something we talk about on a future T11. I need some time to think about this first. But here's what happened. I have this guy that I've known for years and years and years. And he had moved to America from Australia. And I like the guy. He was very funny. You know, he had long hair and he was, uh, you know, he was a great tennis player, a great athlete, you know, the Australian accent, all the women loved him. And I hadn't even dated girls at this point yet. And he ended up living at my house because he needed a place to live. He was trying to immigrate from Australia to America. Now, I don't think he did it the right way. I don't know how he did it, but he did it. He stayed and he did it. So good for him. He is a guy who, and we all have changed over the years, but I kind of looked up to him. I kind of looked up to him, and I think that he probably sensed that. I wanted to please him because he had all this stuff that I didn't have. He had the accent. He had the chicks after him. He had the long hair. He had the whole thing going. All I had on him was height. <laughs> that was it. But, you know, I really like the guy. And I, and I, to be honest, I, I still kind of do. But he's a guy, as far as I'm concerned, who has gone off the deep end a little bit with some of his beliefs and what he likes to share. Now, he always shares things on Instagram with me, behind the scenes, private messages. And they're somebody getting, you know, hitting the balls with a football. Or, you know, it's usually just the funny stuff like that. 
But every once in a while, he will sneak in his political views or a political post or something like that. And I don't like political post, especially a personal stuff. When you, maybe you know how I feel, I'm not sure, but I don't care about that conversation. And I don't know what it is about me. It's when somebody sends me something political and it doesn't matter if it's on the left it doesn't matter if it's in the right. If it's egregious, if it is propaganda, I can see through it a mile away. Not that I'm better than anybody else. Propaganda is very easy to see. So I always end up taking a shot at whoever it is that sends it to me. It could be my nephew. It could be anybody who sends something to me. I will take a shot at them to let them know don't send me any of your political BS, which immediately makes them think I have the opposite opinion they do. It's not it at all. I just love an opportunity when I see one to lay somebody out. So I laid him out. This guy laid him out and we went back and forth a little bit. It got ugly. He broed me. He did this. He did that. And I pretty much told him to fuck off. And I think he... Uh, has not possibly unfollowed me. He definitely did not respond to my last thing, but I don't care. I don't care anymore because here's somebody who still probably looks at me as that kid who, and I'm 60 freaking years old. Uh, he probably looks at me as that kid who, you know, when we grew up, you know, he had some sort of influence over. I have had a life since then and now. I have made good decisions. I have made bad decisions. I have done all kinds of stuff as he has. I have traveled. I have opened my mind. I've gotten married. I have have a business. I've had successes. I've had failures. I don't need anybody to look up to anymore. I'm just trying to figure this stuff out. So uh, I just pretty much let it know that I don't give a shit. And so we'll see how that goes. I'll keep you out. I don't like losing friends, but what kind of friend are you really losing who wants to bring up politics all the time? What have, you know, if you want to make America great again, and this is not a dig at the right, but I'm just using their slogan. If you want to make America great again, I think America was great when nobody talked about who they voted for. You never knew who anybody voted for. It was something held sacred because you felt like you had a voice. You felt like you had something. Now I think all those days have passed. Now it's the first thing anybody talks about. It's in their bios online. Hi, Patriot this, Proud Lib this. You know, it's, it's, what is that? You're definitely more than who you vote for, right? So I can't stand it. I can't stand it. That's when America was great. We never talked about that. We never talked about religion. Now it's all we talk about. You want to make things great again? Let's go ahead and show a little bit of restraint. Let's go ahead and honor the people and respect who they vote for and respect whatever they have going on in their life. Maybe they had a bad day and they're acting like an asshole. Maybe respect that a little. Maybe take a step back before you lop somebody's head off. Maybe that's something I can learn. But I just get, I, I just get it wears me out. And I really think that this guy's lost it. And, and to be honest with you, I think he's a QAnon guy and I have no time in my life for that type of stuff as I have no time in my life for the people that think Antifa and all that other stuff is just fine. It's not fine. 
There are rules. We have a country that we should all be on the same team. We're not on the same team. Look at me talking politics. It got me going down. I'm sorry. Nobody cares what I think. I just want everybody to get along. And apparently that is very Pollyannish of me. That is very unrealistic now in today's age. You know, Terry, you can't do that anymore. You're a fool. You're an idiot for wanting people to get along. I've heard it all. I've heard it all. Anyway, so there you go. Thank you so much for sharing the show. I apologize for taking that spin right there, but that's what happens when you're talking live and you don't know really what you're going to say. <laughs> One thing I do want to talk about, those two shows ago, I briefly hit on intuition. I talked about my intuition and trusting my gut. Now, I got a message from a guy named Eric, and it said, I wrote it down here, can you give us any tips on what you look out for when trusting your intuition positively and negatively? Okay, I'm glad you asked this, because over the years, I'm, I'm, I'll get into this, over the years, should I turn on the light in here? Yeah, let's do that. Uh, Excuse me. Over the years, I've trusted my intuition, my gut, always. That's all I had. I would trust it in every aspect of my life, whether it was career, what I wanted to do for a living. Do I really think I could do things like this for a living? Who my friends are? Do I want to hang out with a person that brings this to the table or that to the table? I have always trusted my gut in all kinds of relationships, dating relationships, romantic, all that kind of stuff. But I think that my... My look on intuition has changed a little bit because I think for the most part, intuition now is used to justify really what you wanted to do anyway. Oh, my gut was telling me I needed to do this. Well, I think you should put a little more thought into it. Gut instincts, intuition are very important and very strong. But I have a little bit more of a dare I say, scientific approach on this, because I'm not a scientist. I burp on the radio for a living. I do have more of a scientific approach on this. Let's just say you're looking for a new job or you've met somebody recently. And it could be a, a work relationship. It could be a personal relationship. Who knows? I have this checklist now that challenges. I, I use it to challenge my intuition to test my intuition to see if it's strong and if it still holds. I pay attention now to how they make me feel when I'm, when I'm meeting somebody. Like I said, it could be professionally. It could be a relationship, just a friend, friend relationship. Uh, friends are very important, especially as you get a little older. You're, you want it. You want these lifelong friends that you're going to share experiences with but everybody has their own life. So there's a lot of give and take in these relationships as you get, you know, you age a little bit, you know, there's kids, there's this, there's that, there's sicknesses, there's moving, there's all kinds of things that go on that you, if you care for the person, you deeply feel for them when they're going through it. So if I'm going to deeply feel for somebody and I'm going to invest my love and my positive energy towards somebody I want to make sure it's towards the right person. We don't want to get burned by anybody, do we? I don't think we do. So that's where intuition comes in. But when you meet somebody, do they give you a cringy thing? Yes, there's things that you're going to overlook. Absolutely. I think my friends have 
overlook um, one of my worst traits, and it's something that I'm working on, and I did it over the weekend, this weekend again, of um, kind of bragging about stuff or showing pictures of things that, like, we, we talked about a friend of mine over the weekend who is uh, becoming a three-star general. And he's invited me to his change of command, and I'm honored. He has invited me to all of his others. I haven't been able to make it, but I think I'm going to be able to make this one in New Orleans, or at least I'm trying. And he was a former Blue Angel pilot, and he took me up in the Blue Angel. And, of course, I had to take out the video of me going up and spinning around and showing everybody. And I'm just going, why the fuck do you do that, Terry? Why do you do that? I, I, you know, that is a red flag that they should have about me. Like, what is this guy? Somebody brings up uh, that they met, you know, you two, and all of a sudden, oh, I have a picture of me with you two. It's just so stupid. But that's my life, and that is my excuse. And it's wrong. It's an excuse, and that's a red flag about me. And that's something that I think my friends have overlooked about me. And there's many things that I've overlooked as well. You know, some of them may bring up politics too much, which I, yeah, that's, that's kind of where I draw the line, to tell you the truth. I don't care. I don't care how you feel politically. I love the people that say, uh, okay, anyway, I'm not going to, don't get me started. I'm falling off my chair. Don't get me started, you sons of bitches. Bottom line is, when you're meeting somebody and you want to use your gut instincts, like I said, I now have a little bit of a checklist that challenges my gut intuition. And I hope it all it does is back it up after I go through my little checklist. And it's not an official checklist. I just see, is there any cringe factors? How many cringe factors are there? And how many am I willing to deal with? Red flags, cringe factors, you know, are they just kissing my ass? Are they just telling me what I want to hear just to hang out? Because people do that all the time. Oh, you like that? I like that too. We could be best friends. There's that meme there video that's going around that I think is hilarious. It's a, like a job interview. When somebody says, uh, what is your worst quality? And then the person goes, my worst quality is that I'm too honest. The guy goes, well, I don't think that's a bad quality. He goes, I don't give a fuck what you think. <laughs> That's funny to me. But yeah, I, there, there's just more to it than trusting your gut and then going with it. Okay, there's more that we can do. Sometimes are, are people just wanting to hang out with you because they're lonely. And then you have to wonder, why is this person lonely? Not that anything's wrong with them, but there might be something that's, that's going to be coming down the pipe about why this person doesn't have any friends. And they're latching on to you all of a sudden and sucking all your energy off. My whole life right now is all about energy. And I've talked about this on previous shows as well. I like that energy in, energy out thing. If I, if I am not, I'm looking, I'm doing this podcast for hardly anybody right now. But I'm enjoying it. I, ha I feel so much energy doing this. I love it. And as soon as it doesn't feel good, that's another way that my gut's going to tell me that it's time to stop as soon as it doesn't feel good. It ha it'll have nothing to do with a thousand, you know, downloads a second, making a ton of money. Sure, if I was making money, I might be able to put, put up with it a little longer. But and, and to be honest with you, I'm, I'm to the age and I'm to the experience now where I know 
or I don't have to spend my time on something I don't want to have to spend my time on. People will call me a failure. People will call me whatever they want. How you think of me has nothing to do. I, I can't control that. None of us can control that. That's your problem. You don't like me? You don't like me. That's cool. That's basically what I told that guy, by the way, on the, uh, that we were just talking about earlier, the old friend of mine. So gut intuition, once again, recap, kind of a lazy thing to say, kind of a lazy thing to say, I really trust my intuition because, you know, no, because I've had that go great for me and I've had it blow up in my face. There's more, just spend a little more time with that intuition. Ask yourself why you are feeling this way. If there's a red flag, do a little more research on it and then still have your intuition kick in. The intuition could be, well, do I really have what it takes to go for this job? Do I really have what it takes to hang out with these people? Are they going to bring enough to the table to where I, I will enjoy hanging out with them. So yes, bottom line, intuition is uh, a cop-out for just getting away with doing what you want to do. Put more work into it. That's all, that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Anyway, guys, um, make it kind of short today. A lot of people said they really enjoyed the last podcast where I just covered one subject, said, here's what we're going to talk about today. Boom, boom, boom. And I'm thinking I'm going to do one of those maybe every Thursday, just a quick in and out because I have so many subjects that people have brought to my attention or that I would like to talk about. But uh, I also like the personal aspect of hanging out with you guys. And I want to be taking phone calls and I'm still working on how all of this works. I'm doing the Gang of Two with Sherry on camera now. So we have that happening. That'll be tomorrow, every Tuesday. Gang of Tuesday. See how creative we are. Anyway, guys, have a great day. Please share the show. Please rate the show if you like it. If you don't like it, please don't rate the show. <laughs> it really doesn't matter. Say what you want. You know, whatever happens, happens. I'm just really enjoying my time right now. And I hope you guys are too. Have a great day.